Hey, teacher friends, this is Angie and the Rockin' This Teacher Thing podcast show, the podcast for early primary teachers that rock their classrooms every day. Here it comes, teacher friend, holiday celebrations, cultural traditions, and stress. Now more than ever, we want the next few months to be memorable, special, and full of joy. But don't be stressed. Instead, get these three hacks that you can use in your teacher life to get organized quickly, plan efficiently, and find some joy in the journey. You're going to get some free printables, so make sure you stay with me so you don't miss those. Are you ready to face the stress and beat it? Me too. Here we go. Well, hello there, teacher friend. (laughs) I don't know about you, but the last few weeks have been just a little bit stressful. And that's one of the reasons I'm getting back to getting my own stress under control in my own life. I'm pulling out the tried and true hacks, and I'm going to share them with you because I know what it's like. And for me right now, it's, it's a feeling of overwhelm, like heavy, like I can't do it all, but I have to do it all, and it needs to be amazing, and oh yeah, no one has clean underwear because I didn't do that load yet. And I'm starting to say no to myself, and then I get bitter, and then it all just comes crashing down. Can you relate? Give me a thumbs up. (laughs) I see all those thumbs. Yeah, I see you. And speaking of you, did you know that you have something in common with teachers from six continents? (laughs) Yep, that's right. Last week, a teacher friend from Africa joined our group here on Rockin' This Teacher Thing podcast. And that means we have teacher friends from all six continents, not Antarctica. Sorry, Antarctica. I guess nobody down there listens to Rockin' This Teacher Thing podcast. But we have other countries like Japan and India, Russia, Ireland, Brazil, Malaysia, Australia, United Kingdom. I could go on and on, but I am going to keep that in mind for today's episode because today's episode is about dealing with stress during the holiday coming up. And for me personally, it's the holiday of Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, and everything that goes with that. But I want you to know that these stress busters work for different holidays and different cultures, because not all of you are celebrating the same holiday. You have a different culture. And I just want to let you know that this will work for that too. This is not exclusively for Christmas. This is this is for you too. So take this and use it. Sometimes I would use this system for like the end of the year as well. It just really helps. So I'm excited to share this with you because I know it's going to help you. It helped in my own life. It continues to help me in my own life. And I know it's going to help you in yours. Okay, so thank you for listening, teacher friend. I am so glad you are here. You are in very good company. The best people, the best teachers in the world listen to this podcast. So welcome, welcome. Okay, let me give you a quick summary of the stress busters that we're going to talk about today. 
The first is a list system that I developed and I used because (laughs) I just had a really hard time remembering every little thing that I was responsible for or what was happening in the month of December. Nothing is worse than needing six bags of cotton balls and not having them. Actually, there is something worse. It's needing six bags of cotton balls because your grade level teammates are also counting on you to give them a bag of cotton balls and you're letting them down. That's the worst when you let other people down. So I have a three list system that you are going to get and I'll show you how to get totally organized. And with this organization, you will get stress reduction. I guarantee it. Okay, second hack is going to be a few to-dos that you can do so that when you leave for your holiday break, you will be totally free of school responsibilities. For me, this was a game changer because I was the teacher who literally took her schoolwork 1,100 miles across the country one Christmas break because I was going to do it on the trip do it in the car, whatever. And I never did it. (laughs) It just, it traveled with me across the United States and traveled back with me home and it never got done. And it just, it was like a monkey on my back. It was always there in the back of my head. I need to get it done. I need to get it done. I need to get it done. It never got done. It stole my joy. And so I have a solution for that kind of stuff too. Anybody else carry around their teacher stuff in their car or in their teacher bag and it just kind of dies a slow death in there. You you dig it out and it's like months later, it's like, what is this? <laughs> oh yeah, guilty, guilty here. And the last hack is one that I use in my life actually daily. And that is having something to look forward to. And I'm gonna tell you a personal story from my childhood that kind of set me up to use this hack every day. And I think it will work for you and relieve a lot of your stress because hope is a great stress reliever. Okay, hack number one, three lists. The lists are number one, a calendar to make everything you need to do visual. It needs to be a paper calendar. Why? Because if you're an in in-person learning, you're not doing it virtually, you're going to want to print it because your students are going to help you remember the events. And if you're doing virtual learning, go ahead and still print it and make it, in both instances, part of your daily routine to look at what you have going for the week, what you have for today, and also what's coming up tomorrow and sit down by yourself first and sit down and fill it out. You could fill it out with your class too. I've never done that, but you could try that. It's like, we have this project to do. We have this project to do. We have this activity. We have this activity. We have all these things to do and put it on the calendar because schedules and routines and everything get kind of flown out the window during this time of year, and some students really need to know what's going on. They need to know what to expect, when it's coming up, because if you don't tell them, they are going to drive you cuckoo crazy asking you 
every five minutes. Oh, when are we doing the gingerbread houses? When are we doing the stockings? When are we, when are we, when are we, when are we? Uh. <laughs> and so you can say, you know, today we're doing the gingerbread houses and we talked about it already. This week we're doing, and, sh- and if you're in person teaching, you can show them on the calendar. Look right here, it says stockings. You can even draw a little picture. Ah, it makes your students feel better and it helps you too. So show them when it's happening, tell them when it's happening. And so you need a calendar. Don't worry, I gotcha. I gotcha. In the download printable, I have the calendar for you. Now it's on two pages because I found when I did this, if the calendar was only on one page, those boxes are way too small. All right, so I made one for you. It's on two pages, print it out, just tape it down the middle, and then you'll have bigger boxes to write in. And it's it's a lot more visual. You can even draw a little picture. It's great for planning, okay? So that's list number one. List number two. List number two is a project list. So after you make your calendar, look at your calendar and look at the special projects that are coming up. Like in my case, it was like a countdown to Christmas project or a gingerbread house making activity, all that kind of stuff. You just put your activities on your calendar and then list number two, I needed to organize my projects. So I would use a list and this list, it's in the download. At the top, you just write the title of your project, gingerbread house, and down below, all of your uh, materials that go with the gingerbread house. So that then what I did is I took a picture of it. I did not take it out of my classroom because actually I put it up on my whiteboard, taped it up on my whiteboard, used a magnet to put it up on my board because I didn't want to lose it. And I wanted to keep it super visual. I put it up there, take a picture of it, and then I would go shopping and I would go shopping for all of my projects in one day. Now, here's a little pro tip. Sometimes parents are always asking you, how can I help you? How can I support you? What can I do for your classroom? Here is a perfect opportunity. Take a picture of the list. Say, I need these by December 4th. All these materials. Can you go to the store? Can you buy them for me? Put it in a bag and send it to school on December 3rd. And some parents will be like, yeah, what else? What else do you need? Well, there you go. Okay, have them do the shopping for you. It's a perfect way to cut down on your stress. Okay, so that is list number three. So we have calendar, that's kind of list number one. List number two is your project uh, materials list. And list number three, is a teacher to-do list. Now this is like a brain dump list of everything you feel like you need to do before you walk out the door for your holiday. It's it's gonna be a biggie, okay? So don't don't skip it. It the the brain cells that you are using to keep track and to hold uh, in priority in your head it can be super overwhelming because your list is just going to get longer and longer. 
But I want to give you some hope. When you write it down, it starts to feel a little less daunting. Then when you start hacking away at it, you can see you're making progress and it makes you feel really good. So stop fatiguing your brain by keeping all your little to-dos in your head. It's exhausting. Just brain dump it onto the piece of paper. I would write it down. I, I would write down even the smallest of things. That's what I used to do, like sharpen all the pencils, clean this, straighten out that, or change the calendar to January, get rid of the old paint trays, just Anything that is weighing on your mind that's driving you nuts in December and you just think, ooh, if I could just get take that, get that taken care of before January, I would be so happy. Write it on your teacher to-do list. Just whatever comes to mind, just put it down, add to it. Right? Now, that leads me to the second hack. And it has to do with your teacher to-do list. There are a few things that I've learned over the years that need to go on that list that you don't really even think about until it's too late. (laughs) And one of them is to write your thank you cards for any gifts you're going to receive before you receive your gifts and write out the envelopes too. Now you think, how can I write a thank you for a gift I have never received. Also, some of you, depending on your tradition, this is not a holiday where you're gonna be getting gifts. So this part, just, you know, fast forward through. But it's a great, it's a great tip. So what I used to do is I used to write the thank yous beforehand. And I would do like a general template on the computer. It went something like, dear student name. Thank you so much for thinking of me. The, and then you put the gift in, the vanilla candle is so special and thoughtful. Um, I hope you have a wonderful winter break. Make sure to read every day. When we see each other again, I want to hear all about how you spent your time. Again, thanks for your special gift. Remember, your smile is the gift you give me every day. See you soon. Love, Mrs. K. And I would write that template out. And then when I got a gift, I would just make a copy, fill in the blanks, print it, put it in an envelope with their um, name and address already on the envelope, uh, put a stamp on it, and then set it aside. Because what I would do is on my way home from... uh, to to break. It's the last day of school and you're headed home on your first day of break. I would just stop by the post office and drop it in the mailbox. Done. You are free from your thank yous. And your students are getting a piece of mail from you. And I am telling you, they are going to like go crazy. I've had students bring me the letter in saying, you sent this to me. You sent this to me. Like, yeah, honey, I did. Yeah, how did you know where I lived? I know where you live. They love it. They like treasure it. So they get real mail from you, and it's not a big issue for you. You're not going to spend three days uh, writing handwritten uh, thank you notes, which is nice. If that's what you like to do, that's fine. But for me, that is stressful. 
that is super stressful. It's just something hanging over my head. So let's just take that off your to-do list and do that. So that can go on your teacher to-do list because um, that's something that you can you can do beforehand. It's crazy to think about, but it's true. And then another thing that could go on your teacher to-do list is to get your uh, lesson plans the first three days of when you come back to school done, prepped, all the activities prepared for, ready to go. So that when you walk out that door, you have three days ready to go. Now, here's just... I don't know about you, but I always found that if I went more than three days, I I ended up having to replan anyway, because the kids coming back from winter break or after a long break, their skills are going to be different. Some of your kiddos are going to have lost a ton of skills, and some of them, I don't know how it happens, <laughs> it makes me feel like a really bad teacher, they come back and they're like, reading full paragraphs. They're like, uh, I'm reading Harry Potter. It's like, okay, that's awesome. Uh, but their skills will change. And when they come back, you have to kind of reassess what you have to do over the next weeks and months to come for those individual kids. So I only just planned like three days so that I could walk out the door know that I had those three days ready to roll and I could free my brain from thinking about teaching things. Last hack, number three, have something to look forward to. One of the best things about going on a trip or going on a holiday is having it to look forward to. I I love thinking about what it will be like, what we'll do, what we'll eat, what we'll drink, all the things. I always have to have something to look forward to. Even in my daily life right now, I have something to look forward to. In the morning, I'm like, ooh, I get to have my coffee. at, At night, it's like, ooh, you know, I'll have a cookie. Mine revolves around food. I know that's bad, but that's who I am and don't judge, okay? But when life gets a little crazy, I just tell myself, ooh, this is really hard, but this is what I have coming up. This is what I have to look forward. I think it comes from a time in my life that I really hated school. When I was in fourth grade, I was pretty much a non-reader. Um, and the story is really long, but when I was a student, it, I, I'm like, that student you have right now that you look at and you think, yikes, are they ever going to read? Can they, will they ever be able to write their name? Will they ever know their letter sounds? And the answer is yes, just keep loving them and making learning as fun as you can and they will get it. But I was the student that you just scratched your head and you're like, uh, I have no idea what's up here. Anyway, every day I would wake up and I would think uh, I need something fun to look forward to in my day. And usually it was like chocolate milk for lunch. Sometimes it was we would have PE or a movie. So during the next few weeks, you need to have something to look forward to. For me, it's really going to be like I want to paint the window in my bedroom. (laughs) not the window, not the glass part, but the frame around it. 
I know that's strange. I, I'm not too much of a get my nails done kind of girl. But maybe you are, or maybe you have a book that you really want to read, or a hike that you want to go on, or a movie you want to watch. Get something that you want to do. Have something to look forward to, to bring that stress down. Because if you know there's something on the other side of the stress and the chaos and the pandemonium that's going on around you, you can always look forward to something with some hope and some joy that's waiting for you. All right. And if you hang some gratitude onto that, uh, you just bump it up 100,000%, right? It really reduces the stress. Studies show that gratitude helps stress a ton. All right. Now, for a little bonus hack, (laughs) because you know me, I'm all about that. When you leave school, leave leave school at school. And I want you to say yes to yourself because now more than ever, you need a break and you need to say yes to yourself and you need to rest and you need to just be, okay? Do you know the the story of the lumberjacks who were in the competition and they went out and they started chopping down trees And the one lumberjack, every like fifth tree, he would sit down and he would rest and get a drink of water and, and uh, sharpen, sharpen his blade on his axe. And, and the other one, the other lumberjack would just keep hacking away, hacking away, hacking away. And it seemed like the one that just kept hacking away, hacking away, hacking away was going to win the competition. But about two thirds of the way through, the lumberjack who would stop at every fifth tree and take a break, get a drink of water, sharpen his axe, started gaining momentum. Pretty soon he was ahead. And at the end of the competition, the lumberjack with the that sat down and took breaks and got his water and sharpened his axe was the winner by a long shot. And people said, how did that even happen? You, you didn't, uh, you don't even look tired. And he's like, well, you know, when I when I needed to rest, I rested and I that that gave me time to sh- sharpen my axe so that I could get back up and and give it my all again. And they looked over at the guy that that never sat down and never sharpened his axe and he was exhausted and and he was the loser. And so just give that story some thought of the importance of rest, sharpening your axe, so to say, and and just taking care of yourself, okay? So I love I love that story. Love that story. So I hope that helps you too to give yourself permission to say yes to yourself, to sit, to sharpen your axe, okay? And sharpening your axe is working on you. Finding the things in your life that are important, that fill your soul, that give you joy. Those are the things that you need. Okay, so in summary, you got three lists. The link is in the download. The free uh, printables will make it available at makingthebasicsfund.com slash holiday stress. Okay, makingthebasicsfund.com slash holiday stress, all one word. Um, And I know for my friends in the Southern Hemisphere, I made a, 
you're all nice and toasty warm down there. I'm kind of I'm kind of a little jealous right now in Montana. It's I think 13 degrees and the wind is whipping. So it's probably it probably feels like negative something. And we have some snow on the ground. It's great for skiers, the snow, but burr. So I'm thinking of you guys down in the southern hemisphere doing your holidays down there. So some of that printable instead of having a snowflakes on it there's some flowers okay cuz i didn't i don't want you guys to think that holidays in december meant snowflakes it can mean flowers too okay so head to the website to see those lists and get those downloads and um get started on reducing your holiday stress Okay, teacher friend, that is it for now. I will see you in two weeks with some more rocking this teacher thing. Remember, you're my hero. God bless you. Bye-bye.